Welcome to the Madeira Tribune podcast sponsored by Pacific Metal Fab. I'm your host, Nugasega Brendrius, with my co-host, Tyler Takeda. Now, recently, we've had one of the bigger storms we've seen in the Madeira area. A lot of rain, a lot of flooding. I know, Tyler, you've had, you know, been reporting on this recently. Yeah, we, we, we had a nice long talk with uh, Jay Mayo, one of the farmers in the community. He's got over 8,000 acres. He said that this rainstorm was a godsend to the farmers. I mean, the more rain they get because it fills up the water table, but not only did it, did it have a lot of rain, but it dropped a lot of snow. And with the snow, it helps the snowpack up there, and that helps the water when the farmers eat it most during the harvest or during the growing season when it's really needed during the summer and the spring months where there's no rain. So obviously the rain was great for the farmers. It was great for the community, but we need more rain. Farmers always going to ask for rain, but that's what they always do because it's the thing that's always needed is water, water, water. However, we did see throughout the county that there are puddles and floods everywhere. So people just need to be careful. I also heard that, you know, Highway 99, between Avenue 7 and Avenue 12 was shut down for a while because there were some big old potholes caused by the rain. So they had to fill those in. So just everybody be careful. There's another rainstorm that's supposed that was supposed to happen earlier this week. So be careful. Um, but hopefully we'll get more rain because the farmers always need some rain. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And, you know, like you said, we need rain. We need a lot of it. But um, there are some downfalls to that. Like you said, you know, the pit, pit holes on a 99 all the flooding but if you even with the flooding though i was looking at it this way we're kind of, it's kind of a good thing we weren't we're in this covid situation because we didn't have any sports to go outside and go watch and have to watch in the rain and get soaked and everything we're able to watch the rain come down from inside our offices and just be happy that we weren't out there soaking in the rain speaking about uh you know you mentioned uh you know high school sports uh, Madeira Unified um, employees were given the COVID vaccine recently. Is that correct? That's good and bad news. The good news is 200 employees, at-risk people, older older employees, people that see people face-to-face received the vaccine. Unfortunately, they only received 200 of them because of the nationwide vaccine shortage, not just from Madeira County, but nationwide. So Madeira Unified put out a release and said that, you know, the, the teachers, or not the teachers, but the employees will get them as soon as they get their supply in. They're working on getting the supply in, and it's really, really a tough thing. But also, in talking about this vaccine, I got vaccinated a couple of weeks ago at my other job where I work. But um, I know Nugase wrote something about be careful about scammers or people calling about these vaccines. Yeah, you're you know you're totally right. You know, like always, you know, there's scams, things like that. You know, people taking advantage of those that are at a disadvantage. In this case, senior citizens and. The uh, Valley Caregiver Resource Center has uh, one of their programs. It's called HiCap. Deals with you know Medicare inquiries, you know things like that. And you know they're a, a great resource for helping uh, community members uh, find more information on you know vaccine scams, Medicare fraud, things like that. And you know like Tyler mentioned, you know with the COVID vaccine going around, people are desperate to find out you know where they can get it, when they can get it, and you know, with the um, hike with HICAP, you know, with the Valley Caregiver Resource Center, you know, they're able to help you, you know, give you the relevant information that you need. And then, of course, they work with the senior medical patrol and that actually investigates things. And then they kind of, you know, rectify them and assist you there. So let's just say um, I'm a caregiver for my mom 
and she received a phone call from somebody saying, hey, they have the COVID vaccine, send us $100, and we'll ship it out to you. But we never got it. So would we be able to call your office and say, hey, this is what happened, and then you would send us to the high cap, and you guys would help us take care of that situation? Basically, you you know, you give them a call, let them know what happened, you know, all the information, who they said they were, you know, what information, basically. And, you know, they'll put you in touch with the senior medical patrol who actually investigated. And so HICAP, the um, um, the staff that work there that deal with these, um, you know, calls and Medicare questions, you know, they'll work with senior medical patrol to investigate, find out who's been, you know, giving you those calls and, you know, where they're coming from. And hopefully, you know, if you do end up, you know, losing money and things like that, you know, they can help you get that back. So it's important to one, of course, don't usually give your information over the phone, your first and last <laughs> name, your information and all that kind of stuff. And remember, you know, the COVID vaccine isn't being given to you by payment. You know, they're not, nobody's charging you anything. So, and also another thing, another common issue is, you know, being put on wait lists, you know, telling you when you can get it and where you can get it. Well, um, if people are telling you about wait lists, then know that, you know, you're probably being scammed because, I mean, the Department of Health isn't really, you know, scheduling you or anything like that. So just keep in mind. And um, like, like I said, of course, you know, keep your information to yourself. I was also talking to the Madera County Department of Health. One of those people were saying they had those people that had appointments to get the vaccines, but they are running short. So they, on what you were saying about the wait list, they were not allowing people to make appointments until they received their vaccines so they could know when the appointments were made. So that's a great catch by you. Also, you, the person that's in charge of your high cap or, or that board, she's she's been honored by President Barack Obama. So... Um... One of the uh, liaisons for the senior medical patrol that works with uh, Jennifer Webb, she's the uh, program manager for HICAP. Of course, they deal with Medicare and Greece, beneficiaries, things like that. Um, she was actually, you know, like you said, she was honored by Barack Obama, I believe, in 2013 for uh, the work that she's done just in her community as an advocate for senior citizens and things like that. So um, her name is Clara Pishing. You know, you can look in the story that ran in the Madera Tribune. There's a phone number you can call. You can get a hold of her. And, you know, like I said, she's highly rated. You know, Barack Obama, you know, wrote her a letter and all that kind of stuff. So um, if you have any questions, concerns, you can always reach out to them. Like I said, read read through the Madera Tribune story that came out, you know, just about a week and a half ago. So um, that's always an option for community members. Well, this week we had the stay-at-home order lifted by Governor Newsom. However, Madera County's COVID numbers are still kind of high. So we want to make sure people are aware out there. Even though some of these orders have been lifted and some of the things that are we're able to do, like eating eating at a restaurant outside or getting your hair together, going to the salons or some of those other things that got lifted, we still have to be careful out there. There are still there were 76 new cases reported from Thursday to Friday. That's still a lot of cases. We have overall there's fourteen thousand cases in Madera County. Of those fourteen thousand, um, eleven thousand four hundred nine have recovered. There are twenty about twenty five hundred active cases still in Madera County, and unfortunately, one hundred and seventy five citizens have passed away. Um, on the good news is, you know, they, the county's given one hundred more than one hundred sixty six thousand tests, and of those tests, one hundred fifty thousand or about ninety percent come back negative. So that's that means. A lot of people are doing their duty and, and staying away from this, but yet the numbers are still there. So we have to keep the numbers up. And with the new president, Joe Biden, 
Hopefully, he'll be able to take some of these things and 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 run with them. Um, but speaking about that, we we had the inauguration for Joe Biden, and before the inauguration, we had some rioting happen at the Capitol. And Nugent wrote a story about um, one of those rioters who had Madeira ties. Yeah, you know exactly what Tyler said. Uh, you know, before the you know inauguration, uh, I think it was January twentieth. You know, there were you know, some protests and some violent um, incidents, uh, you know, in Washington, D.C. And, you know, a lot of us watched it at home, you know, some of us were at work, things like that. But I'm sure many Moderns didn't realize that, you know, that incident was going to be traced back to town. And so just a week ago, um, the FBI was in Madeira looking for Eddie Block, who is a self-proclaimed proud boy. Now, I'm not too sure if there's a registration form if he has a card or with his ID or anything like that, that kind of proclaims it. But um, he has numerous videos, Facebook posts, social media activity that declares it. And, you know, the FBI went through his home, you know, searched his things. They didn't arrest him or anything, but um, the Madera Sheriff's Office and the city police were on site. Um, they have no involvement in the case. I spoke to uh, Tyson Pogue and he mentioned that, um, you know, the Sheriff's Office are not involved and um, they have no information. It's an FBI warrant, so they're not necessarily involved <laughs> in that. But uh, he did relay to me that um, they do work together often in terms of um, you know, cyber uh, crimes and whatnot, human trafficking. So the link is, is there, always has been. In this situation, uh, the Madera Sheriff's Office and of course the city police of Madera don't really have much, I wouldn't say jurisdiction, but um, they wouldn't necessarily have anything to, you know, pin on him in terms of a crime. But. And, and they don't have anything to report either. Exactly. And um, Eddie Block is known in the Madera community. Um, he is a, um, you know, filmmaker, you know, as he says, and he also ran for um, a community um, service position. Um, I forgot it was a council member. Yeah, you wrote county, county supervisor. County supervisor, that's what it was. And, um, before that, before he was able to be, you know, voted for, he was arrested for a DUI. I think he had crashed his, his car into a home. So um, you can kind of see where um, Eddie Block's, um, you know, timeline is in terms of his actions and whatnot. So obviously it's um, innocent until proven guilty, but based on his social media posts and um, information, it's uh, pretty clear he was definitely involved in that. And um, in other news, I guess in more... Um, lively news, happy news. Um, you know, Tyler, you wrote a story about a puppy that initially, you know, maybe fell down a hole. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, um, we, we got a couple of calls from people in the community about a puppy in a pipe. And so I made some phone calls and found out that there was a puppy that was that fell into a pipe and the pipe was 100 feet deep. And the reason why they know it was 100 feet deep because one of the, the, the people, officers took a rope that she knew was 100 feet, took it down to try to get to the puppy, and was at the end of the rope, and the rope still hadn't touched the puppy. So they think it was about the puppy was about 105 feet deep. So the Madera County Animal Shelter officers, um, they combined with uh, Bass and Sons pumping to try to get this puppy out of the pipe. And Bonnie Hill, the, uh, the Animal Services Supervising Officer, was main on it, and I talked to her a lot. And she said that... Um, Bass and Sons came out with their 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 pump truck and basically took a um, a hose all the way down to the uh, to the to the pup and sucked them into the hole hose 
and was able to bring him up without a hundred feet. So uh, uh, Timothy Bass with Bass and Sons was great help for that. And basically, they brought the pup up. The one the pup realized it was it was rescued. It started licking everybody's faces, giving everybody kisses. Hence, the name of the pup is now Kisses. <laughs> That's a very happy, happy story there. And uh, a scary one, too. I mean, a puppy falling down 100 feet, you know, that... That's quite, you know, shocking to me, honestly. And uh, I'm glad they're able to get it out. I mean, it sounded pretty difficult. And one of the good things about it was we have these people, these forces in the community, in the Madeira community that came together. So you have this resident that's called and said, hey, my dog fell on a pipe. Madeira County Animal Services came out to assess the situation and do what they could to help it. They reached out in Bass and Sons pumps. They came out free of charge, donating their services. They rescue this pup out of the hole. This is about the Madeira community, like they always have, coming together for good causes. And it's great to see that. Unfortunately, now we're in 2021. It's been a tough month because within the past, obviously, if people haven't heard before, you know, Madeira Tribune lost their longtime publisher and editor Chuck Dowd on January 6th. Well, recently, uh, Madeira community lost another great person in the community, Mr. Ray Poole who was a uh, senior farmer of the year in 2014, a great person in the community. That's going to be a tough loss for everybody. And, you know, all we can do is do what we can, stay social distance, wear your mask, avoid public gatherings, get the vaccine, do what you can to get away from this virus so that way we can start getting some normalcy going on. Getting close to having athletics is what I, I know one of the sports, we're both sports people. I talked to somebody today and, Madeira Unified is close to letting those kids start practicing. And February 15th might be the first game or the first contest we can see played. Well, that's uh, incredibly good news, definitely, with all the you know seemingly bad news that we've been experiencing lately. And to touch on uh, what Tyler said about Ray Poole, um, you know, I had a chance to uh, uh, read his um you know, his words in the paper and you know, just the amount of history that he has here in the, in the area of Madeira and, um, you know, how big a part of it he has been. And um, definitely one of those where, um, you know, you think about and, uh, you know, like Chuck as well, they were definitely left their imprints on the city of Madeira. And um, of course, like you mentioned, you know, the, the sports coming back in Madeira, hopefully, and, you know, what happened before was they got let to practice again and things kind of, you know, were shut down. <laughs> so hopefully this time around, you know, things are open for good. And I'm sure many of the students, fans, coaches are willing and ready to play just one game if they get that chance. So, and I know at least Tyler and I are willing to cover any game <laughs> at this point. So hopefully we get to see him back on the field, the court, et cetera, as soon as possible. So, well, well, even in the classroom with um, those extracurricular activities like the academic decathlon or or mock trial or some or even a band competition. So those band people are, you know, they want to start doing some competition, you know, cheer and the flag girls and all that. There's a lot of extracurricular activities these kids are aching to do because I know they're tired of these Zoom calls. Yeah, I'm tired of the Zoom calls, too. Uh, I'll be honest with you, but. You know, as soon as, you know, like you mentioned, we spoke about earlier, how many, you know, Madeira Unified staff are getting the, you know, the vaccine and, you know, it's all progress, you know, step by step, we'll get there. And, you know, it sounds like, you know, things are headed in the right direction, sort of. And so let's just focus on the positives and sooner or later, things will get back to normal. And, you know, we'll be, 
back again. You know, Madera Sports, Madera Schools are back in business. So that's all uh, we had for the uh, Tribune podcast um, for this week. Um, we have some, I guess, some exciting news moving forward. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you know, like Tyler <laughs> says, uh, we want to bring some, you know, community members on the podcast, you know, bring some uh, more voices to the uh, the listeners of the Madera Tribune podcast sponsored by Pacific Metal Fab. So, Tyler, do you want to give us any words before we head out to next week? Well, I'm sure we. the more people we get in, the less I have to talk and the less they have to listen to me. So I'm pretty sure they're all for that. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, we're all for that, right? Uh, but uh, thank you again to our listeners of the Madera Chabine podcast, sponsored by Pacific Metal Fab. And we'll be back next week, hopefully, with uh, one of our Madera Chabine staff members. We'll see what we can do. But in the meantime, you know, stay safe, wear your mask, and uh, we'll be back soon. <laughs> <laughs>